Welcome to this episode of the Public Health Report. In this episode, our host, Stefan Adams, discusses mental health resistance. In other words, resistance to mental health services, stigma, and access for people of color and the Black community. We hope you enjoy this episode. Are you looking into graduate school for public health or related careers? The Public Health Grad School Fair is taking place on September 17th p.m. at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Join us as we speak about success before, during, and after grad school and host virtual booths with 10 different graduate schools of public health and related degrees, including Columbia University, City University of New York, Sarah Lawrence College, and many more. For more information, register at publichealthpodcasters.com slash gradschoolfair2022. My name is Stefan Adams, and today I want to discuss the topic of mental health resistance, or to put in another word, the resistance to mental health, particularly in the BIPOC community. So what is mental health resistance? Um, Basically the idea that individuals who struggle with mental illness or have struggled with mental illness challenges in their past or currently, so being like PTSD or anything such like that, they do not seek or want to receive treatment. And this stems from the the fear of judgment, uh, change, the unknown, or what they might discover in therapy. And additionally, that they might be too prideful to admit that they need help. So two articles I wanted to discuss today. Um, one from the United Brain Association uh, titled The Mental Health Care in BIPOC Communities, Closing the Gap. And uh, second, from the NAMI, uh, based in California, the National Alliance on Mental Health, Mental Illness, excuse me. And the second, uh, and the second stemming from the NAMI, uh, the National Alliance on Mental Health Illness, based in California, uh, titled Mental Health in Black Communities, Challenges, Resources, and Community Voices. So for starters, to begin with the first article, public health resources for black, indigenous and people of color communities have been less accessible and in some cases entirely unavailable for decades. Disparities in mental health care for BIPOC communities has been an emerging hot topic in social interest areas for quite some time and for a good reason. Access to resources and stigma associated with mental health Care happens to be a unifying conundrum. To seek help has been seen as a weakness. The more alarming statistic that we should be aware of is this. A study published in 1999 observed that not only were mental health resources for minority groups simply not available, but there wasn't even ample research data to analyze regarding mental health for BIPOC communities. An updated study from 2020 found that essentially nothing has changed. The same marked differences were still observed and access and availability of mental health resources for minority communities were still drastically less than communities with white majority populations. There is an array of challenges that face minority communities um, to gain access to effective and productive mental health care. And some of these 
reasons uh, include racial bias and discrimination and the medical environments, language barriers, lack of availability due to funding based on uh, government consensus data, uh, mental health stigma based on non-minority cultural values, and transportation to qualified and quality mental health resources. And due to these challenges and disparities, this contribute to to stigmas and uh, mental health resistances within the community. So to kind of veer off to the second article, um, mental health in black communities, uh, challenges, resources, and community voices, um, it discusses how some of the negative attitudes and belief towards people who live with mental health conditions is pervasive within the U.S. and can be particularly strong within the black community. Uh, one study showed that 63% of black people believe that a mental health condition is a sign of personal weakness. As a result, people may experience shame about having a mental health illness and worry that they may be discriminated against due to their condition. And for many in the black community, it can be incredibly challenging to discuss the topic of mental health due to the concern about how they may be perceived by others. This fear could prevent people from seeking mental health care when they really need it. The resistance to mental health care isn't solely from uh, stigmas, but is also from the lack of trust in provider or because of provider bias and inequality of care. BIPOC communities, particularly uh, black communities, uh, according to this article, have historically been negatively affected by prejudice and discrimination in healthcare system in the U.S. And unfortunately, many black people still have these negative experiences when they attempt to seek treatment. Provider, provider bias, both conscious and unconscious, and a lack of cultural competency can result in misdiagnosis and inadequate treatment. This ultimately can lead to mistrust of mental health professionals and create a barrier for many to engage in treatment. I have witnessed this personally firsthand working within the community where uh, we'll try to provide a service for people who struggle with mental health issues or even you just give them basic knowledge about where to find support for mental health challenges. And a lot of the time, community members weren't receptive to the information because stated that they didn't trust or that there was a lack of trust of medical professionals or even community health workers, public health workers, providing with them with the information because of various reasons. Data shows in one of NAMI recent reports on diverse communities um, in the survey that only 12.5% of people who identified as African-American or Black were comfortable talking about their health or mental health with close friends, family, and community members, compared to 67% of those who identified as white. To help bridge this gap in BIPOC communities, it's suggested that people who do want to seek out mental health services find a culturally competent provider as well if there's still a lack of trust in that they can seek help from their primary care physician or from a community and faith-based organizations that 
may provide them with a list of trusted um, mental health providers in their area. Check out our website, publichealthpodcasters.com. So that's where you can access more of our episodes and learn more about the Public Health Podcast and Media Network. Again, that's publichealthpodcasters.com. Have a great day.